Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Okay, but are either one of those guys better than the cornerbacks we talked about if they were on the board at 25? Or would you roll the dice because they have two seconds, they drafted 41 in a second, or would you roll the dice and and think that maybe you could snag one of those two at 41? Yeah, and here's the thing. I think the depth is a little bit better at corner. So if you feel good about the options that are still on the board, you can wait until 41. Another player that I haven't mentioned yet is Max Melton, who is the brother of Bo Melton, actually, uh, from Rutgers. And he's very unique because he's 5'11", but he's got 32-inch arms. So he's got long arms, really wide disruption radius, and he's going to run off the uh, 40-yard dash time clock. He's going to run very fast, I think. Uh, He's he's explosive, tenacious. He can play press man, off man, a little bit of zone, too, and he can play in the slot and the boundary. So another versatile guy with speed, length, that the Packers will probably like. But that's the thing. I think the depth uh, for what you need, the Packers need a safety. You can play center fielder if necessary. You can play single high, middle field close. There's not as much depth in that role as there is at corner. So taking that into account, probably a better chance that you can get a very good safety at, at 25 or maybe trade down to 27 or 28 or 29 and get a good corner in round two. But that said, you know, you, you all, you're also passing up a talent like Wiggins or Tampa or maybe even Kool-Aid McKinstry if he falls. I haven't mentioned him yet, but there is a chance he falls to the mid-20s. If you, if he's there, I think you got to capitalize on that too because he's just such a sound cover man as well with man zone own capabilities. So is it likely that there's a guy with comparable value? Tyler Newbin is very high on my board. He's a top 30 prospect. So I think he's in the same range as a Tampa or potentially a Wiggins if you want to consider him. Uh, but I think Kinchins is a little bit lower. So if, if it was only Kinchins there, I would probably go corner. If it was Newbin, I would I would consider Newbin or the corner. But I mean, the talent at corner is just you know it's so voracious with Wiggins and Tampa and McKinstry. If he's there, it's it's pretty hard to pass up if if, the, if that's available. This is interesting because you're you're learning a lot here as you're listening to Ian talk about the the variety and the difference uh, and just how good some of these corners are, uh, and it makes me start thinking about. You know, if some of these corners do fall as you head into day two of this draft, whether or not they take that pick at the bottom of two, 
um, their second second round pick, package it with maybe a third round pick or something like that, try and move up again, uh, and maybe try and snatch uh, safety and two cornerbacks uh, in this draft there at the top of two and really just try to help improve that secondary for the Packers. I want to switch over to one other position before we wrap this up. That's running back. Uh, because obviously Aaron Jones is coming back, right? I mean, they're going to figure this out one way or the other. They cannot not figure it out. Uh, A.J. Dillon, highly doubt uh, he's coming back. Um, so they're going to need a running back, not only for this year, but for the future, because Aaron Jones isn't getting any younger. Uh, I love Kirby out of Oregon. That's my guy. That's uh, that. I think he fits beautifully. Um, having said that, I know other people uh, like other running backs in this draft. Uh, so you tell me, you know, second, third round pick, Somewhere in that area is probably where I'm figuring they're going to end up with a running back, uh, a guy that fits in with what Matt LaFleur likes to do uh, with this football team. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, and real quick, corner safety. If you're looking for a case study, I do have a full seven-round mock draft releasing this weekend. Woo. Uh, at PFN, where I actually I actually trade down a little bit in round one, and okay. I take a DB. I take a DB late in round one, and then I get another DB in round two. So I'll let you read, see what nice. positions I, I divert for. But yeah, I mean it's pretty timely, so it's a, it'll be a good case Perfect. study. Yeah. All right. But uh, moving on to running back, I think for me personally, you know, just for what Aaron Jones provides. I would want something to kind of complement that, right? With AJ Dillon moving on, I would want a guy who has the the size, the density, the contact balance, the physicality to take a heightened volume if necessary, right? So I, I really like Bucky Irving out of Oregon, though. I, I love that you brought him up because he's such a fun player. I mean, he's, yeah, he is. He's around 5'10", 195, but he does not play like it. He plays with that chip on his shoulder. Uh, very explosive, high-energy player with really good vision and feel and congested areas, too. Uh, and he's got pretty good contact balance for his size. So I like him a lot. I, I wouldn't be mad if they took him. I think, you know, in the modern NFL, you don't necessarily need that elite volume back, right? Because it's, it's such a rotational league, right? Just having a good rotation is enough for a lot of teams. But if you want a volume back who can take heightened volume and kind of withstand physicality over a heightened period of time, uh, Trey Benson from Florida State is one that I like a lot. Six foot one, 220. He's got legit vertical speed once he finds a crease. He's got very good foot speed and corrective mobility in short areas. And he's actually a pretty good receiving threat too. He can make uh, catches beyond his frame. So I like Trey Benson a lot. Braylon Allen from Wisconsin is another one who's a pretty impressive player. Uh, I know he's a local nope. guy. Yeah, I can't do he, it. Can't, can't do, do it. it. No, nope. no, I, I just he can't stay healthy, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, man. I cannot. He's been, he's been hurt half the time. Like I, I can't just get in on Braylon Allen just because he can't stay healthy. If he can't stay healthy in college, how the hell is he going to stay healthy in the National Football League? I, I just no, I, I can't do it. I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I yeah. get it based on. If you be, if you're basing it just on size, speed, and that, then sure. I mean, I get it. If if you haven't, you know, necessarily been here watching him miss games, fumbling the ball, and everything else, um, but I can't, I can't do it. 
Sorry. Well, I, I like, I think, you know, he's got a lot of wear on his tires because he did take a lot of that volume. So I think it'll be an interesting discussion for teams because he's still 20 years old, but yep. he has so much, so many carries on his belt already. So do you trust that? Right. So I think NFL combine medicals will be pretty big for him, but just thinking about the the size speed combination at six two two forty five, being able to glide through those zones and finish with physicality, you know, that's something that would be a bonus for them, but he's kind of on the day two, day three fringe for me, just because he's not quite as versatile as a receiver. So I think that's another element. Doesn't provide as much of that. But a few other guys, Audric Estime from Notre Dame is one that I like a lot. I think he'd be a good fit in that role. 5'11", 227. The dude is a bowling ball, but he's actually pretty athletic too. You can see uh, there's highlights of him hurtling guys. Yeah, uh, I saw. Two, yep. Yeah, that, that, that highlight's fun, but you watch his actual tape too. Like He's very efficient working between the tackles. He doesn't dally around much in the backfield is pretty you know cut, cut and dry very workmanlike he'll take his gap he'll get upfield not a lot of wasted motion so you'd like to see that um and then a few other guys isaiah isaiah davis from south dakota state is one of my guys like if you can get him, your guys yeah if you can get him round three round four i'm a big fan of his as a volume back i think he, he's not he doesn't have quite as much vertical speed but isaiah davis to me six foot six foot 220 um, and he was at the senior bowl and he actually had some nice reps catching the ball and running routes. But as a runner behind the tackles, behind the line of scrimmage, uh, for being a 220 pound guy, like he's got physicality, he can finish with force, but he's a very good creator. I think his ability to set up running lanes, set up blockers and capitalize on that in real time for a guy that big is very impressive to me. He's got the vision, he's got the creative instincts and he can capitalize on it with his toughness and physicality. So I like Isaiah Davis. One more I'll throw out there, Dylan Lobby from New Hampshire, another guy who if you're looking for receiving versatility, uh, this guy's got it. He is an elite slot receiver at 5'9", 5'10", 210 pounds. But he's also pretty dense, man. He's pretty explosive heading upfield. He's got the frame to take volume if you need him to. Lobby's a guy that I like a lot, too, if you want that receiving versatility. I think there's a lot of multifaceted upside there. So this class, though, this class in particular, you know, I'll just throw this out there. Like, if you're Green Bay, there, there are options on day two, but you can also wait until day three because you've got guys like Ray Davis, Kamani Vidal. You've got Cody Schrader potentially, right? There's a lot of talent that's in the middle rounds of this running back class. I mean, that's where it's the deepest is the middle later rounds. So if you want to wait for that point, shore up the offensive line and make sure the blocking's up to par, yep. um, you could get some solid value. So I'll just say that, like, there's not a cut and dry method for it.